Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm John McNeil, and this is the Fitness Ethos Podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the topic of making fitness scalable, because that is one of the obviously most important, not obviously, but it's one of the most important aspects of fitness that I think most people tend to forget about, at least when they're starting. Uh, And when, when I say making fitness scalable, this is all under the principle of progressive overload, where you basically should continue to add stressors to your body as time goes on to continue to make the stimulus more and more difficult so your body adapts. So in the uh, instance of like weightlifting, for instance, that could be, you know, I was benching 100 pounds when I first started lifting for 10 reps and now I bench 225 for 10 reps. That's progressive overload. That is a form of making fitness scalable, continuing to add weight to the bar over time while continuing to maintain reps or increasing reps. So bottom line is you're getting stronger. Same thing. It could be with running. You, you work on running one mile, then you get better at that. So you run two miles. So you run three miles, etc. So those are a few simple examples of making fitness scalable. Now, from my perspective, when most people start a fitness routine, myself included, This is among the last things that people think of is scalability. Because at least for me, when I was getting ready to go into a diet, it was more often from a place of from a place of negativity where I I may have had a rough weekend of overeating or maybe I went to the pool with some friends and noticed how overweight I was. So it'd be like, okay, starting Monday. I'm going to I'm going to really hit it. I'm going to wake up at 5:30 every morning, go for a 2-hour run, then I'm going to go to the gym for 2 hours, whatever the case may be, something extreme like that. And, and from that's from that example, it's pretty obvious that it's going to be difficult to scale that up. You're already doing 4 hours of activity a day in that situation. So, what happens when that all of a sudden the weight loss stalls? Like if you're doing four hours of training from nothing, don't get me wrong. You will see fantastic results. Granted, there will be some overtraining there and all that, but eventually your body will acclimate and eventually there will only be so much you can do. So if you're already training for four hours and you've lost 20 pounds, but you want to lose another 20, what are you going to do? Train for another four hours? I mean, that's just not sustainable. All of a sudden that becomes a full-time job on top of the full-time job you probably have and then what prop what ends up getting lost in the weeds is probably sleep or time with family and friends community all that stuff so that is what i mean by making fitness scalable is you got to make sure it fits into your current life it it doesn't matter what your goals are if you have kids and if you have uh, a family if you have you know responsibilities that's part of your life too and if you can't fit fitness into there in any way shape or form 
or in that way, shape, or form, then it, it requires reconsidering. Because, like I always say, fitness has to be a way of life. It has to be something that, at least in some way, shape, or form, you're able to do for the rest of your life. So if you're training to be an athlete, yeah, maybe you dedicate four to eight hours a day of training. Because at that point, it is your full-time job. But if, you know, you're a third-grade teacher who hasn't worked out since high school, basically, whatever then that's probably the worst way to go. The best thing for you to do in that situation would be find a time of the day where you can consistently work out and just start doing stuff at that time. It could be, well, the only time I can actually work out consistently is in the morning before school. If that's the case, then get up and start going on walks. Just get used to doing some form of physical activity in that morning block. Then maybe once you get used to just that process of getting up and moving around a bit, then maybe you can get into weights or running or some other form of higher intensity training to where it's a move, it's, it's a move up for you in terms of difficulty and just continue to scale that to where, okay, maybe now you, you're able to do weight training in that hour in the morning or you do some running or you do swimming, whatever the case is. But the point here is, you're starting from a small place. You're just working on showing up for that time period and you're building from there and making it scalable. Now, eventually, yeah, if you really love it and all of a sudden you, you find that you love the gym or you really love the feeling you get from cardiovascular fitness, maybe you increase that to an hour and a half in the morning or maybe two hours. But the point is you're not starting from that four hour window. You're not saying, well, if I don't do my two hours of cardio in the morning, my two hours of gym time in the evening, then I'm failing this point, doing anything, anything consistent, fitting it into your lifestyle is a win. So one story I do want to give you guys that, that shows this pretty well uh, was back when I was in college. It was my freshman year of college, and the first, it, was, it was going into my second semester. Uh, first semester was rough. As those of you who have went to college, uh, definitely get that freshman 15. I think I was more like a freshman 30. But either way, I, I enjoyed myself that first semester of college. And after winter break came back and I went back to school, I, I knew there needed to be a change. So my, my roommate was on the same page. We, we were all gung-ho. So naturally, we decide, okay, hey, if we can go to the gym in the morning, we'll spend an hour and a half there in the morning. We'll go to class. We'll do our classes. Most of the time, we were done by early afternoon. So then in the early afternoon, we would do, uh, it, it was called Insanity. It's like a, like a P90X type thing, but it was a DVD system. And we would do that in the afternoon. And we did that basically, I, I think weight training was Monday through Friday. And I believe Insanity was six or seven days a week, depending on the cycle. And it was rough stuff. It was like an hour and a half of high intensity cardio for the most part. And I did that. And all of a sudden... You know, it was great when I had free time. Like, it, it was definitely was overtraining. But when I had the free time, it was good. We were able to, you know, I was able to lose a good amount of weight. I felt pretty good about myself. But the issue that came into play, and, and this is what I think most of you will realize as you begin your fitness journey, is there's this thing called life that gets in the way. Now, my goal for college was not to just lift weights and do that stuff. I, I wanted to do more. And part of that involved me joining a business fraternity. 
And the, while the pledging process was not as intense as, you know, a normal social fraternity where I made, you know, whatever the case is there, there was still a lot of work that was required and long hours that I had to put into to the process in order to get through it. And as soon as it got in the way of fitness, fitness fell by the wayside. Because for me, it was either I do my morning workout and I do insanity or it's nothing at all. So it very quickly went from, okay, I'm doing these three, hour, these three hours of workouts every day of the week, basically, or most days of the week to I don't have time. So now I can't dedicate three hours to working out. And if I can't dedicate three hours to working out, what's the problem or what's the point, I should say. So that, that's where I just completely fell off. It wasn't me all of a sudden like, okay, well now I can just lift weights instead or do, do insanity instead. That's the, where the issue came in is I wasn't thinking about scalability as time went on. That stuff was all fine and dandy while I had all the free time. That's the same thing where you may be thinking like, oh, I played high school football. I was in the best shape of my life. But you were also dedicating two to three hours a day of that and you were probably in the most anabolic time of your life to where you were just putting on muscle left and right. So to say that you have to do that amount of exercise and you're a failure if not is the wrong method to take. And, and that's where thinking about scalability is one of the most important factors to think about when you're putting that into play it is what does success look like for you? If it's getting up and doing a 30 minute walk in the morning, that's a lot more sustainable and a lot easier to build upon than saying, I'm going to do my hour and a half of gym in the morning and also do my insanity at night. And then also, I forgot to mention this, go to bed at 2 a.m. So only do this on four or five hours of sleep. One of those is going to be more scalable than the others. And I, I would argue it's starting with that walking, moving that up to jogging, turning it into something else. But just start somewhere, make it sustainable, and make it easy for you to get win after win after win. Because the more wins that you build up in the health and fitness side of things, the easier it'll be to continue moving down that road. So really think about that when starting a fitness routine. Don't overdo it. Think about scalability, and it'll help you immensely as you begin and finish your fitness journey. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast, and I'm your host, John McNeil.